listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here today with Bill Laco and Dr. Roger Tuttero. We've been talking a little bit about what's going on in the stock market, what's going on in the economy, uh, measures being taken to fix that. Uh, one thing I would like to point out is uh, when when you see economic times like this, it does often get very difficult for people in our community. And uh, I have been a part uh, for a short while of uh, a local charity called uh, the Center for Family Resources. Um, they uh, they recently had to cancel a gala that uh, was scheduled for this past weekend. Obviously, in the, in the spirit of social distancing, it, it uh, makes it tough, though, uh, to raise funds in a time like this, especially when they're needed more than ever before. Um, we have decided that we're going to put... Uh, we had an auction that was tied to this gala, so we've decided we'll put the auction online. And I wanted to make sure that you guys uh, could get the information, how you could get in touch with uh, with the, the CFR, the Center for Family Resources, uh, and that is through a website. It's www.cfrgala.givesmart.com. So if, uh, if you would, go out and check out the awesome things that we've got uh, that we were auctioning. We're going to auction it through. We had a silent and live auction at the gala that was planned. Uh, again, you know, it got uh, postponed because of uh, current situation that no one could do anything about. Um, but we'd love to have your support. This uh, particular charity has been around in, in the county for 60 years. And uh, the, the mission there is to put families who are at risk or in homelessness to uh, to help them become stable citizens in the community so it's a, it's a, a great thing uh provide ged services and uh food pantry and and uh, various other services that are definitely needed in our society and would love to to uh get the support if you are charitable minded thanks troy yeah uh so roger w- one of the things that was passed um, the Treasury Department decided that uh, on March 17th that if you owe taxes for 2019, that you can defer up to a million dollars worth of your tax bill. I wish I had that problem. <laughs> Me either. Yeah. For 90 days, interest-free and penalty-free, and that's for individuals. So that should cover pass-through entities, that kind of thing. Um, and if you're a corporation, you can delay up to $10 million uh, for 90 days, interest-free and penalty-free. Um, so... Uh, you know, bottom line is they're not they have not extended the filing date, so you still got to file an extension. Um, but if you know, I think part of the reason why they'd want to extend the filing date is a lot of people get refunds, right? So the sooner you get your taxes filed, the sooner you get the refund. But there is some help there, in, in at least in the sense of a 90-day interest-free loan and penalty-free. So that's right. Nice. I, I think they wanted to make sure that people are not under pressure to uh, to come up with the cash on April 15th. Well, it also helps if this is a small business person. Yeah. There's some money that can kind of carry you, help help keep some people employed, and and that type of scenario. Um, they also dropped the interest rates on student loans. So if you currently have a student loan, they're not charging interest rates now, probably for the next 90 days, I'm guessing. Right, right. But they haven't said how long yet. Yep. Uh, lastly, I want to talk about the mortgage market because I know a couple of weeks ago we were pounding the table with clients, you know, refinance, refinance, refinance. Today, because of what's happened with the yield curve, and you guys can, you're a lot smarter than I am, CFAs and PhDs. I'm just a CFP. Oh, so, the shame. Uh, right? I mean, <laughs> plus I'm not a dollar bill anymore. I'm a, what would you say? Three-quarter? Three-quarter three quarter bill. Three quarter bill. <laughs> um, 
But but you are finding today, I bet rates are probably, they've backed up a little bit, and you say, why is that? And basically, it's because the plumbing has finally become clogged in the in the financial markets. Now, when right. this first happened a week and a half ago or whatever, you know, everything was trading fine. It was what it was. I mean, we were laughing. I think Australia issued a 100-year bond at 50 basis points. Right. If I, if, you know, I, right. I, I, listen, anybody want to give me 50 bips for 100 years, I will gladly pay you that. So. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Lock it in. Right? I mean, all, all day, every day. That's I'm right. not exactly sure, and this is probably a side note, why don't we issue 100-year bonds? Well, well I think there's, there's some, some consideration of that. Yeah. Okay. Talk. Well, the biggest downfall to that is the fact that there is no way to trade that. So a lot of folks that buy those treasuries like to trade it, and there's no offsetting uh, security that would help you trade because of the because of the time to maturity in that. And that is the biggest reason that there is almost no demand for it. Forgive my ignorance again. I'm just a CFP. What's the offsetting 30-year trade? I mean, you can buy equities or, you know, various other securities that are going to act in a different manner. Probably corporate bonds the same direction. Corporate bonds are going to be similar as well. And I think think they might. I think Disney may have considered a 100-year corporate bond. Uh, Walmart, I think, has actually issued a 50-year, not a 100. But, uh, you know, you see some people going out 50. What seems to be on the table now is a 25, they're going to bring the 20 back. They're going to also have a 25, and that 100, there's still just no demand. They've they've been talking about it, though, for sure. Well, and, of course, the, the Treasury is going to go and start issuing more long-term debt right. because it allows them to lock up uh, our finance or deficit at historically low rates again, right. much like we did about a decade ago. Right. Um, but following up on Bill's point on the mortgages, we have to remember that it's not the Fed funds rate and the prime rate that drive the action. If you're looking at a 30-year fixed rate mortgage, a very crude rule of thumb would be take the 10-year bond and add 1.75%. So when we were sitting around 2%, on the 10-year bond, you'd be looking at about 375 for right. a 30-year mortgage. Obviously, when we got down to, what, 40 bips or 0.4% yeah. on the 10-year bond last week, that's that's not going to have the same spread to mortgages. No, right. but yeah. lenders said, no way. Right. We're and, not doing it. And, of course, you know, the mortgage-backed security market probably is, was where a lot of these bonds end up anyway. Right. Yeah. And so the Treasury market has a special effect as being a safe haven for capital around the globe. Sure. The MBS market does not have that status. Right. Now, uh, what we did see short term, uh, and this is anecdotal, we saw it locally, folks that I know uh, were able to get in there and and uh, refinance some of their mortgages. Oh, some heard, sub, sub 3%. Exactly. Right. I and I would somebody, expect, I mean, because the Fed, part of their part of their facility, this $500 billion was to fix the mortgage-backed security market. Right. Fix is probably not the right word. That's, you know, I'm a dumb CFP, so I say fix. <laughs> but, you know, to, to unclog the plumbing so that you can start trading properly again, because um, they're going to go in and buy these bonds, sure. you know, and put the cash back into the other, I guess, hedge funds, whoever's in that market, I suppose. Well, you know, even during the quantitative easing, about a third of the purchases were MBSs mm-hmm. and about two thirds were treasuries. Right. And so um, because, you know, historically for a buy and hold perspective, the feds typically bought government insured products, right. which would be treasuries and MBSs. Yep. Um, but but one last point on that. Bill referenced the repo market the other day, repurchase right. agreements. Let's educate people for a second on what that is. It's basically a collateralized loan. 
So Bill wants to borrow $1,000. He hands me a bond. I give him $1,000. Somewhere down the road, I give him his bond back. He gives me back $1,001. Effectively, what we did is we loaned the money, and we had the bond as collateral. And that's important because when you hear things on the news like a $500 billion um, repo um, transaction, don't think that's the Fed buying $500 billion worth of bonds they're going to hold long term. And it's think also of, not the Fed taking your car. That, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's, that's right. Re- different kind of but repo. But they will. But they wouldn't. No, I was kidding. Yeah. But just remember, that's, when you hear repo, think a secured loan. Don't right. think buy and hold with an asset. Yeah. Right. Uh, one of the other issues that we've had, and, uh, you know, we kind of touched on it. A second ago, uh, interest rates. The Fed's actions have changed interest rates. Treasuries. We finally see some negative treasury yields. It's the one, two, and three-month treasury. They're they're very low negative, but we are seeing those negatives have finally crept into our markets. And uh, I know a lot of folks are saying, you know, that's just crazy. Who in the world would loan somebody money and get less back? Uh, I'll tell you who, somebody that's afraid that they're not going to get anything back. Well, we saw it. We saw this in 08 and 09. Right. We did at the height of that crisis. We did. You know, short and very short term stuff. Yeah. Uh, You know, just just back to the mortgage scenario. So so I realize that we're making it sound like the mortgage market's not working and that's not the case at all. You really should. If you're at a four and a half, I ran into somebody the other day that said they had a 5% mortgage rate and I feel like they've lived under a rock for I don't know how long, but this is the one thing as a consumer you can do to adjust your fixed expenses. Right. All right. You can't control Corona, Corolla, as I heard it. You can't. Con- you, you can get a lime and put it in a beer, but you can't control any of what's going on. Right. Um, but you can control your expenditures, and the reality is, basically, I mean, for every hundred thousand dollars you drop a point, you're talking about saving a hundred bucks a month. I mean, that's pretty good money. Last time I checked, I know I helped somebody refinance. Uh, somebody works for us, actually, in our real estate division, property management division, saving $479 a month. That's real money. That's true. Right. That's not let's pretend money. Yeah. So if you're, you know, just don't don't set it and forget it. You know, you know, so I don't know. My guess is we'll see rates down about a quarter point. I'm just pure speculation on my part next week. And, you know, that's kind of takes a little while to work. These programs take a little while to work. Sure. Absolutely. But I'm not saying hold off. You know what I mean? Quarter point doesn't really mean anything if you're dropping a percent and a half. Right. You know? So just like buying and selling, time right. in the market is always tough. Yeah, you can't get the bottom. You never can. Well, and, and also don't miss this point. Roger, you just said something about being able to lock in low interest rates for a long time. Right. Uh I know one of Dr. Gene's premises is uh, you know, people say I couldn't ha- I couldn't sleep at night if I had a mortgage. He says I couldn't sleep at night if I didn't. Right. And, <laughs> and listen, why won't they absolutely. give me a hundred year mortgage? I will take a hundred year mortgage tomorrow. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? If you could tie up thirty year money for three percent or three and a quarter, why would you not? Yeah, no doubt. Especially with a tax deduction. Yeah, I mean that well, that makes it go even lower in right. reality. Hundred percent. All right, you're listening to Money Talk. Stick around. Don't touch that dial. And if you do, go wipe your hands. They paid paradise and put up a fucking line With a pink hotel, a boutique, and a swinging hot spot Don't it always seem to go That you don't know what you got till it's gone They paid paradise and put up a fucking line All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only 
Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.